Hello, and welcome to our podcast, Ephesians Verse by Verse, brought to you by co-founder of Telios, Dr. William Stewart. This captivating podcast will not only teach you the book of Ephesians, which tells us so much about Christ and his mission, as well as our Christian walk, but it will teach you how to study the Bible so you can have confidence in what you learn. Episodes will provide key points for each important verse of the book of Ephesians. Thanks for joining us on this exciting biblical journey. Hello, I'm William Stewart, co-founder of Telios. Welcome back to our verse-by-verse study on the book of Ephesians. Such a great book to study, so full of, of truth about our salvation, Christ's ministry to us, and how to live the Christian life. As is typical for many of Paul's books, uh, he divides uh, Ephesians up into two sections. Really, the first half is about uh, Christ and his ministry. The second half, last three chapters, over our Christian walk. We're just in chapter one, so we're getting started. We're in an amazing section on the characteristics of our salvation. Uh, just finishing it today in verse 14. The first half of Ephesians 1 is really about our salvation. Wonderful uh, promises, and I encourage you to look at the prior videos if you haven't done so yet. But verse 14, where we are today, starts, which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. Now, this continues verse 13 with the great promise that we're sealed by the Holy Spirit um, of promise. So we talked about last week that the sealing here is a, in a sense, a legal term, like a king back then would seal a document with his signet ring, making it legally binding. So the Holy Spirit, in a sense, is a legal bind uh, of us unto our redemption, which it then says in verse 14. The verse describes it as a earnest money. It's the Greek word erebon. And earnest money meant back then in the Roman world what it means now. It's essentially... When a person goes to buy a house, they will pay earnest money to the owners to take it off the market while they're getting their finances together, often a loan. So when uh, they finally get the loan or bring their finances together and purchase the house, that earnest money is applied to the uh, <clears throat> uh, price of the house as being already paid. <clears throat> However, if they just change their mind for whatever reason, they decide there's a house down the street they like better, I think I'll buy that one, then the owner gets to keep the earnest money legally because they've taken it off the market waiting for the owner <clears throat> to bring together the financing. So they lost time and perhaps money by taking it off the market. So they keep that earnest money. Same thing here. So God pays the Holy Spirit to us as an earnest for our redemption uh, that will come or be completed at the end of time when Christ returns and and our salvation, then we're, we're taken home to be with him. It also mentions unto the purchased possession. Otherwise, our inheritance, which remember means salvation in scripture, it's the legal term for inheritance in the Greek or Roman world, but it really in scripture means our inheritance, that uh, 
that down payment of the Spirit indicates not only our redemption, but also that he owns us. We are his possession. This term, and, and I'll, I emphasize in, in other videos, that about half the terms in the New Testament originate from the Old Testament, and probably about half are, are new. Redemption is an Old Testament term. The, the word propitiation, meaning satisfaction, uh, from Romans 3 is really a New Testament term. But our ownership, God's ownership of us, is really an Old Testament concept coming from Exodus 19, when God brought the Israelites through the Red Sea under Moses' leadership and basically redeemed them out of Israel. He said then that he owned them in Exodus 19, verses 5 and 6. And he wanted them to be a holy nation, a righteous priesthood, and his precious or peculiar possession. And Israel, because of their sin, really never developed uh, into the priesthood or the nation that God wanted them to be, though he still owns them and will complete his promises to them. Likewise, we as a church also take on this role of a holy nation, a righteous priesthood described in 1 Peter 2, 9, and his possession. So he owns us. So again, why would he say all these things? Well, again, it's, it's promises related to our salvation. When we become a Christian, as this whole passage from verse 4 to 14 indicates, it's not simply, well, we're a Christian, that's it, and we'll get eternal life if we're obedient enough. No, it's not like that. This whole section indicates that he chose us to be holy before him, blameless. And as Romans 3 said, that our righteousness is it's a legal term. We're legally innocent. We're adopted. We're legally adopted. We're legally sealed in God's possession. All through the blood of Christ and through our salvation, where we believe on him and our forgiveness and, and Christ's resurrection into eternal life by faith alone. These are great promises, as it says uh, in verse uh, 13 in relationship to the Holy Spirit, great promises related to our salvation, that he will take us home. We have an inheritance. So it, it's all about our security and being confident before God in our relationship with him. There's no sin that we can do to take away these promises. We may be unfaithful, but for a truly uh, redeemed person who's forgiven, who's trusted Christ by faith, and regenerated. Uh, there's nothing we can do to reverse that. We are secure. We have confidence in God with our salvation. Great section of scripture. It's there to comfort us and give us give us hope, give us security. Okay, so next time we get into a really great section, the second half of Ephesians 1, uh, talking about its relationship to Paul's prayer uh, for believers. So a great section on the Christian life, an interlude talking about our salvation in those first three chapters. Join us then, and uh, I think you'll get a lot out of it. Bye-bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ephesians Verse by Verse. We hope you found Dr. Stewart's teachings both interesting and informative. Join us next time for another exciting episode in Ephesians. To listen to all episodes, 
please visit our website, teliosresearch.com, T-E-L-E-I-O-S-R-E-S-E-A-R-C-H. Thank you.